You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back in. Top of the hour. Three post Meridian here. Day after Christmas on Grant and Danny. No GP today. He'll be back in, I think, most of the rest of the week. I will not be. This is the last you hear from me until the new year. I'm done with you, 2022. You get nothing. I'd like it. Going to hang out with the uh, family for a little while. In fact, I may just start like yearning to come back into work on like Wednesday or Thursday. We'll see what happens. We're going to be like in a confined space. and It's going to be cold. Anyway, you guys don't care about that. You also don't care that I got eliminated from every single fantasy football playoff I was in. This will be my first year in more than a decade. With no fantasy championships. Again, I say that to let you know that I'm annoyed. And uh, fantasy football right now can go to hell. That is hell. Anytime Stephon Diggs, one of the best receivers in the world, only gets two catches. <laughs> it's so fun when it happens in the playoffs. 800-636-1067 is the phone number. I've got to get to this. This broke um, during the uh, B. Mitch and Finley radio program when I was listening, as you should, uh, every day from 10 to uh, 2, rather. And I was driving here to this uh, Alexandria Buffalo Wild Wings location, and I heard this. So I'm just going to give you what I got, and then we'll talk about it here for a second, all right? This is a for immediate release from uh, a group. Well, I'll just read it to you. Dan Snyder and the commissioners drag legendary hogs through the mud. Latest chapter of mistreatment by the franchise. What? Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders are trying to profit off the original Hogs legacy by taking that trademark and associated goodwill and brand equity of the original Hogs. The Commanders are using the original Hogs brand for commercial purposes with no compensation to the men whose blood and sweat equity built the original Hogs brand 40 years ago. Who? O-Line Entertainment LLC, formed by members of the original Hogs, Joe Jacoby, Mark May, John Riggins, Fred Dean, Doc Walker versus Dan Snyder's Washington Commanders. And then it goes on to explain uh, the why. That's This, I guess, is a potential lawsuit. It's a press release announcing their intent to be part of a lawsuit unless something changes, okay? The team has responded. Because remember, this weekend was supposed to be the day they honored the Hogs. And, by the way, unveiled the new mascot. They gave you a choice of four biggest choice was probably the hogs right you could sort of do some math there let's bring back the hogs let's honor the offensive lineman joe gibbs is going to be there to act as the special captain and by the way there's gonna be a new mascot it totally could be a dog or like a a red fox or i don't know like a a, a, a dude with a bayonet it's probably going to be a hog right this is from the commanders we are planning a celebration of the greatest offensive line ever to play the game the Hogs are a key part of our franchise's history, and we want to keep their legacy alive for the next generation of fans. We've been working with the Hogs on this event for six months, 
and look forward to welcoming them, welcoming them and Coach Joe Gibbs back. That is from the commanders here. So where does this leave us? Now, I'm not going to try to convince you that I'm some sort of excellent legal mind, but reading through this, uh, as I have this kind of one-page statement from uh, from O-Line Entertainment LLC, a.k.a. some of the original hogs, right? Fred, Doc, John Riggins, Mark May, Joe Jacoby. This is not a lawsuit that they will probably win. I don't know that that's necessarily the point of it, to be honest with you. But let me go into, again, from, from their one sheet here. The former members of the original Hogs reclaimed their rightful ownership of the Hogs and expect to receive a federal trademark in early 2023. The newly created Washington Commanders are a different franchise with a completely different team name that we believe has no legal claim to the original Hogs legacy and brand created 40 years ago. On January 1st, the Commanders are going forward with a celebration of the Hogs. The original Hogs have tried to amicably resolve this dispute for many months now, but to no avail with the Commanders before the January 1st event. Without substantial control and compensation, the original Hogs do not want to be associated with the Commanders under its current ownership and management and require that their legacy and brand is protected. Okay? Here's what that means to me. A lot of people are going to focus on without compensation. And they'll just go, uh, that's a money grab. Uh, that's a money grab. You know what? It may be. It may be. I have no idea. I don't know the hearts and minds of the people involved. I haven't spoken with anybody. I'm just reading and listening to what you guys are. Here's how it sounds to me, though, okay? And I want you to bear with me on this. Here's how it sounds to me. They didn't do this in week two. They didn't do this in week five or six, and I'm not looking it up what the schedule was. I, I know maybe somebody might go, there wasn't a home game in that week. They're doing it here late in the season. You know why? It's an attendance gimmick. They want people to want to show up. I don't begrudge that, by the way. I'm just saying that's what it is. The same way at the end of a minor league season, it's, you know, giveaway novelty bat night or giveaway glove night or when the Capitals were bad in, in uh, parts of the 80s and, 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 you know, early 90s, I would go always to stick giveaway night, right? I would use it playing street hockey for months and months and months until the next one when people's attendance and, and attention kind of wane. There's a chance if the season goes south, they need butts and seats. You try to trot out the old guys, you try to trot out the legends. I understand my eyes wide open here. What I hear and what I see in this isn't necessarily the compensation part. You guys will pick that out, and that's your right to do so. You take away whatever you want to take away. Here's what I see. We're tired of every time you need us, you trotting us out there without really caring about us, involving us, making us feel welcome, or otherwise. That's how this feels and reads to me. And I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. But I'm just telling you, that's what it looks like. It looks like a group, and it's just this one particular, but we've heard from Charles Mann, you remember, on, on, on our show, said he hadn't felt welcome there and hasn't really you know, uh, been reached out to. And every time he has, it's been, hey, it's two weeks from now. Can you come do this? Instead of the involvement. Now, nobody's saying that. I mean, I, you always hear from, from, from certain fans like, Daryl Green should coach the cornerbacks. Wilbur Marshall should coach the linebackers. Uh, you know, Daryl Grant should coach uh, the defensive tackles. Nobody's saying that, okay? But in, there's, a, there's a way to do it that it seems other organizations might be better at, where these guys really are involved, and there's some, you know, mentorship. There is some um, 
you know, familiarity. There is some grace allowed to these guys that did it at such a high level for so long that means so much to people like me and, uh, and older demographics, right? So it sounds to me like they're saying you can't just trot us out there when you need something. What have you done for us? All we've ever done is bled and been broken by this organization. All the, 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 the guys that still walk with a limp, all the guys who can't, you know, extend all, all five fingers, you know, where it looks like you ever, you ever been in the same room as Brian Baldinger? You ask him to point, he's pointing in two different directions because that pinky is doing its own thing, man. It is flying off to the side. All those guys are that way. Every injury they played through, every, every ligament they had taped up, every pain-killing shot, every numbing agent went through it to, to do something special. And they hold a place in our hearts. As fans, I, those guys, those are the names to me, dude. Those names, all unbridled joy. They brought young Franny Mouye, my family, and so many people around this area. It reads to me like a group of guys saying, yeah, you can't just run us out there because you want to make sure you get a few extra thousand more people uh, to buy up some club-level tickets for the final couple of games of the season. We won't, we won't be trotted out anymore. We're not playthings. We're not just toys that you can call upon endlessly. And I know Tim Hightower over there. We, we spoke with him, a, a, a guy that I'm really, really impressed with. Tim Hightower was basically tasked with being an alumni relations guy. And I, in a former career, did that. Um, I worked uh, at my high school in the alumni relations department, and there are endless challenges. Some folks have an affinity, some don't, and you're trying to – Welcome everybody, right? You're trying to do as much as you possibly can within your budget, your time, and your resources and spending as much energy as you can to, to make sure people are engaged and happy because ultimately it's good for everybody, right? If you get those warm, fuzzy feelings, then, you know, uh, again, everybody can benefit from that. But it seems that the key thing to me, or the key phrase to me, I guess, that I, that I would pull out here in this statement, and this is the one that kind of rings more true. Again, some people have just focused on the compensation part of it, and that's fine. The original Hogs do not want to be associated with the Commanders under its current ownership and management and require that their legacy and brand is protected. So you had a number of things, number again, a number of data points. Remember how involved Chris Cooley was? You guys remember Chris Cooley? Chris Cooley had his office there at, at uh, in Ashburn, right there. Like his, You guys, most of you all never saw it, but you'd walk in the initial double doors and to get past any kind of security, the next door was locked and you, it needed to be opened and they're not just going to open it for any Tom, Dick, and Harry. They certainly wouldn't open it for us. But the few times we did go out there, we would walk to this kind of ante room on the right-hand side and that's where Chris Cooley would do radio shows. He was doing film cut-ups. He was doing breakdowns and this and that. And there was a lot of talk about him joining the organization more formally and kind of you know keeping the broadcasting things going. And all of a sudden, not only was he not this and not that, he was nothing. He's in Wyoming now. Is that welcoming? No, that's one guy. You could you could write you know you could write that story if you wanted to about one guy and it not working out. That happens, right? There's I'm sure there's somebody where you work that you know uh, at one point was on the you know inner circle, inner sanctum. He was he or she was critically important. Next thing you know, they're persona non grata. What happens when you start to get a bunch? That becomes something that's worth looking at. Is what I would say. So this isn't just a pile on Dan Snyder and the, and the team, you hate the team. I'm just saying, these are pretty legendary guys who said under its current ownership and management, 
and there's a feeling that comes across in this statement here that, yeah, this might get solved with money. I think a lot of things do, and, and you could dismiss that if you want to. That's, that is your right. Again, this is your own interpretation. I, I'm not telling you one way is right or wrong. What I am telling you is these are people that don't feel like they're appreciated. These are people that don't feel as if their efforts were valued or who they are is valued by the organization, and they don't have to value them. I would, personally, as a guy that you know, has loved the team my whole life, I would value them, but you don't have to. The flip side of that is if you don't value them, you don't get to trot them out. You don't get to say, all right, guys, it's the final home game of the season. You know, Come on out again. Do the goodwill for us. We got a lot of bad crap going on. There's a lot of lawsuits, a lot of investigations, a lot of settling, a lot of stuff swirling around for a, a team that's on the same 500 or, or barely above treadmill again. A lot of people aren't going to games. We need a few more butts and seats. Come on down. Be our goodwill because we can't gender, engender any of our own. Every time we try to do something, it's the Sean Taylor installation activation all over again. It's the 90 greatest where we can't spell teams, uh, players' names right. We can't get positions right. We can't get a current jersey. We can't get a, 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 the correct jersey on players. We got guys that are left-handed because we had to reverse Google image stuff. Embarrassment after embarrassment, right? This is, this is the logo. This is the crest. This is the Super Bowl years over and over and over and over again. They can't do their own goodwill even when it's a layup. What always gets goodwill? Super Bowl teams, the Hogs, Rigo, 50-gut, Joe Jacoby, Counter Trey, Joe Gibbs. I say those words, and you all instantly know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Rigo Drill, Daryl Grant, we want Dallas. You know them. You love them. You lived them. That's what engenders goodwill. Not among people Ryan's age, by the way. Darius is sitting in the studio right now having only vague idea of what I'm talking about because he saw it on YouTube a couple times. Grant has never seen those things. For those of us that lived them, you smile on the inside. You know it. Right away, you hear those words. They know that. That's a marketing machine. So you can't just trot them out without taking care of these guys. Whatever that means. I don't know if it means that, you know, you, uh, a few bucks here and there. I don't know if it means you got to support somebody financially all the time. I have no idea, and I'm not judging. What I'm saying is they don't feel appreciated, and you can see it right there in that statement. That's what matters to me. That's my takeaway from that. Not that, not that this is a money grab or not that this is a, a bunch of guys that are looking for something. They're doing what limited things that they can here, right? One person's statement doesn't go that far. You get a group of these guys together, forming an LLC. Now they got a little standing. Now they can rattle the saber a little bit. I don't think this is about winning this lawsuit. Again, I'm I'm I am no expert legal mind. I'm a pudgy dolt hanging out at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings here at Alexandria, and I overate the last uh, 72 hours, like a lot of you did. I stress ate so many carbohydrates went down this fat gullet. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna have to do Fitness Fridays 55 times with Ryan just to work off the stuff that I just ate over the past 72 hours. But man, oh man, there, there are gonna be two camps here. I think generally, when when people read this, there's gonna be the instant reflexive, "Ugh, Snyder, Ugh, Snyder's the worst. Oh, I hate, I hate them. The team is so annoying. Sell the team already, etc." Okay, then I think it's gonna be. This is a frivolous lawsuit. What are, what's wrong with these guys? 
Why are they doing this? And I guess to me, I guess I'm closer to the first part of it, but I'm not dismissing these guys, I guess is my point here. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this is a greed thing or otherwise. The key phrases in here that I pull out, you know, the current ownership, current management, being treated this way, we've been trying to talk to these guys for months about this. And they're just sort of saying, yeah, 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 whatever. Shh, 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 just show up. Be quiet and show up. Be quiet and come to the thing. I don't, I, I don't know exactly what the asks are behind the scenes. Like, I don't know. I, 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 Doc is an awesome dude. I've, I've met Doc a bunch of times. He, he now broadcasts right down the hall from us. Talked to him a, a million times over. I have no idea if he's like, I demand to coach all the tight ends. Whatever I feel like it. Or I demand X number of things. I have no idea. I have no idea what those conversations were or are or what's been ongoing and what's not. I have no idea if John Riggins is like, I, I, I demand every fifth play you run a counter tray. Or I demand, you know, uh, the heavier running back gets, gets 20 touches. I have no idea what the demands are. I have no clue. I just know that this isn't the frivolous thing that some of you are making it out to be. I guess is what I would say to that. These are folks that don't feel appreciated and are simply asking, you got to consider us. you got to think about what you're doing instead of just trotting us out whatever you need some goodwill. That's how it reads to me. That's my two cents. All right, so that is your lawsuit discussion. Washington, on the football field this past weekend, lost 37-20 to to the San Francisco 49ers. Nothing changed in their postseason standing, guys. Nothing changed. I kind of, I'm, I'm no good prognosticator. Why did I say prognosticator? I said prognosticator. What is that? I'm not a great prognosticator, as you know. I'm terrible at predicting things. But I saw all of this. I feel like a lot of us did, right? Nobody around them is any good. The Giants, I don't. I think, may win one more time. I think Seattle doesn't win again, even though they're playing the Jets this coming week. And I think Detroit is, eh, they're coming back down to earth after that blowout loss to, to Carolina. I thought they'd be the other team to get in, to be honest with you. Washington still controls its own destiny despite flailing here, not winning in the month of December, pretty much. They're still right there, where they need to be. I know some of you are down because, they again, they couldn't beat New York twice lost to him and then lost to San Francisco, and are feeling like the, the plane has crashed into the mountain. I didn't then. I don't now. I thought they'd lose both of those games. I also thought they'd be right here where they happen to be right now this minute with a great opportunity down the stretch. I want to talk about that. Are they going to the postseason? we got a quarterback conversation we're going to have, and Jay Gruden will join us uh, at 5. 4 o'clock hour, we'll do some more QB stuff. But I want to know, are you guys down in the dumps? Are you upset? Are you hurt? Or do you feel like I do that they're going to the postseason? Now, I don't think that's good enough. I'm not really that excited about this postseason trip. I'll take the, the playoff game. I'll take it if you're going to give it to me. I think they're very mediocre, as their record indicates and how they got here. But I think they're going. I don't think anybody's particularly good in the NFC that they're competing with. 800-636-1067. I'm setting up a topic for you guys. How are you feeling after two straight losses Really, two and a half straight losses, if we're talking about it. Is this team still going to the postseason? 800-636-1067. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Grant and Danny here on The Fan. No GP, just me, Danny Ruye, hanging out at the Alexandria Buffalo Wild Wings. Come on down, say hello, eat some wings, drink some adult sodas. Do what you want to do, man. Stay after Christmas. A couple DC sports nuggets before we get right back into your commanders making the postseason or nay. Uh, I want these nuggets. I want like a Chick-fil-A type nugget, multiple dipping sauces. We're going to go Polynesian. Bite one. That's your sweet. Kind of the goaded uh, Chick-fil-A sauce. Then we'll do uh, kind of the buffalo sauce to kind of round out the palate before we kind of start going up and down the line again. Here are your two nuggets. Alex Ovechkin, only behind one man. That is the great one, Wayne Gretzky, in terms of goals scored. we got to wait a while for that one, but we have waited a while for some of these other milestones, and it seems to almost happen overnight. But the great eight scored, number 802 to pass the great Gordy Howe on the all-time scoring list. He is marching down trying to pass Wayne Gretzky. I offered this multiple times to multiple people, anybody that's willing to listen. Had we not had multiple lockouts, covid some suspensions in there that I thought were a little bit bogus, if I'm honest. Some injuries, seasons where Adam Oates was his head coach, uh, etc. I think he might be right there right now. Watch the roll wake up from history, Jesus Jones. I think there'd be a chance, but minimum, he's had that many obstacles and he's still within shouting distance of that incredible record that I thought would never be broken. Yet here we are well within my lifetime. Second, this is a great nugget, a delicious one. Maybe the, the best McDonald's nugget are, are those boot-shaped ones. And that's the boot shape where you get a bunch of um, uh, a sauce on this one. Updating Bradley Beal's quest is from Chase Hughes. Updating Bradley Beal's quest to set the Wizards franchise scoring record. He is 798 points behind the great Elvin Hayes, which means based on his current average, about 23.7 points per game. And barring health, which is always a question with Beal, he would pass him in mid-March. Right now it would be 312, the 68th game of the season at Philadelphia. Your Stone Cold Steve Austin bottom line is, despite all the stuff that we've said and how frustrating it is for Wizards fans where we don't really experience much great. Uh, it's a lot of okay and a lot of worse. Bradley Beal has a great chance this year to set the all-time franchise mark in scoring, which is cool. And now that I'm on a roll here for a second, Ryan, uh, I saw a rumor over the weekend. Just saying it's a rumor that I saw. I'm not reporting anything. I'm saying here's a rumor. Three-way trade or a menage trade, if you will. Phoenix Suns, Atlanta Hawks, Washington Wizards. Key for the Wizards, 
Kyle Kuzma is a favorite target of the Phoenix Suns in their quest to get over the hump in the Western Conference. The player that was rumored to be coming to Washington, power forwarder to sign a massive extension not too long ago, but maybe doesn't fit in long-term in Atlanta, John Collins. Nice piece, but does that change the Wizards from a team fighting for the nine seed? I don't know. But anyway, that's the room I heard. So congrats to everybody involved. 800-636-1067 is the telephone number. I want to hear from you guys. Simple question. I am not down, which is unusual, I feel like. I feel like I'm Peter the Pessimist. I feel like I always see the badness coming, and I let you guys know that it's coming, and then I'm called all sorts of names. I thought they would lose to the Giants. I know I was unusual in that regard, but I did. I thought they would lose to the 49ers. Those things have come to pass. I think they're going to the playoffs. That has yet to come to pass, but they are in the seventh seed right now because nobody else is any good. The Giants, I don't think, are going to win again. Maybe they eke one out. The Lions, I think, are, are their biggest threat. I think that setback this past weekend maybe changes my eyeline a little bit. I don't think Seattle's going to win again. Washington is in a good spot. They are in the postseason if it started right now. They've got Cleveland. That win that Dallas had this weekend against Philadelphia is going to go a long way. They'll be locked in. They can't get the two seed in almost all likelihood. They're going to be that lead wild card. They can't pass any of the division winners. So here we are. You've got a great chance to win your last two games. It's all right here for you. All the speeches and all the tough talk, nothing has changed. You're fortunate that nothing changed because of your surroundings, but nothing has changed. I think they're going to the postseason. Am I nuts? 800-636-1067. Simple question. I guess it's, we'll call it a two-parter. Has you, are you down after these couple of losses and a tie? Are you kind of bummed that, hey, things didn't go the way you thought? To me, this is who they are. They are a 500-ish team with an easy schedule. That's it. It's not that complicated. Now, I want more than that. When I'm kvetching in the offseason, and you guys are calling me all sorts of names then, remember this right now. I want to be out of this. I want to be in a different place. I'm frustrated they didn't do more this offseason because you shouldn't be right here where they are, but they are. And what they are is a 500-ish team with an easy schedule. That won't always be the case, like it was in 2021 when you were a 500-ish team with a harder schedule. Lo and behold, they finished under 500. In 2020, they were a 500-ish team with a crappy schedule. They won the worst division in sports history. Shout out to the NFC South this year. I don't think their surroundings are any good. I think they're going. 800-636-1067. Am I right? Am I wrong? How are you feeling? And do you think they make the postseason? Let's go to John in Alexandria on line one. Is this a postseason team in your mind, John? Manny, it's good to talk to you. Um, you too, pal. I am, I'm frustrated with the running situation a lot of times. Like Brian Robinson will knock out two good runs, and then the next thing you see, he's coming off the field. I mean, are they out of shape? I, you know, I remember I grew up during the Rigo days. You know, yeah. Riggins was out there the whole time. He's out there pounding it, pounding it, and, you know, when it's all over, he's over there on the oxygen after it's all done. You know, the running backs today, and it's not just us. It's like, are they out of shape? Is it because they don't practice like they used to? I don't know. It's an you know, epidemic. And, John, thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate you. Just a, a slightly off topic, but it is something that I've noticed. It's totally a thing. And I wonder if it is that they don't practice the same way where they're hitting deep into December and January and you, you got limits on that kind of stuff. I wonder if it's the science to try to keep guys fresh. I don't know. But here's the thing. Running backs drop off a cliff. They just do in terms of production. You have so many data points. It's what makes the guys like Adrian Peterson so exceptional. 
You know, the, the Earl Campbell quarter, uh, uh, running back arc is, is way more typical. A lot of people, myself included, I've been wrong, by the way, have predicted that falling off for people like Derrick Henry, right, where it hasn't happened yet because he's so big, he gets hit so many times. You know, it's like Fallon Shaq in the, in the lane, right? I mean, he just gets hit so hard so often, injuries were bound to occur. I think of Eddie George, another uh, Titans running back, where that's the perfect example, right? I mean, that dude was nasty, and then all of a sudden he couldn't get three yards of pop and was done. I mean, literally just fell off a cliff. So that's normal. And guys are trying to preserve it. Guys are trying to keep longevity. Guys are trying to keep dudes fresh. And especially if you've got two dynamic backs, which Washington does. I mean, Robinson, obviously, way more of a thump, raise more downhill. But Gibson should play, too. Gibson does, provides some slightly different things. I want him, frankly, more on the outside, catching the ball a bit more than we're used to seeing. But, you know, it's not as if the the, the, the offense stops when he comes in the game. The offense is stopping for, for other reasons. To me, it's not your running backs. But it is something that's interesting to me. 800-636-1067 is the phone number. Are they going to the postseason? After losing two straight games, after tying the game before that, we've forgotten what it was like. Remember that taste? Remember that delicious taste where they, they won Five out of six games that they played. Remember that? Their only loss, they had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter against the Minnesota organization. They won and won and won in this rock fight of a style. They were winning these games, grinding them out, playing really good defense, team defense, making a player play there, play here. You know, it's Deron Payne tipping a pass against uh, the Atlanta Falcons. It's... You know, a, a, a big fourth quarter deflection, a sack, an interception, right? I mean, this group was winning their way. And people, I think, maybe overreacted to how sustainable that was. Yet, you, you know, a wet blankets like Grant and I saying, hey, you know, not so fast. This may come back down to earth a little bit. But it doesn't change that they put those deposits in the bank. It doesn't change the fact that their schedule is not that tough. It doesn't change the fact that they're going to have one more team who may not need the game at all and may not want to play that hard in that game at all on their schedule to end the season in Dallas. Cleveland is very beatable. Now, Cleveland's also not that bad. Cleveland's also actually pretty decent if you're looking at some of the metrics. A group is top half of the league in offense, and their defense is reprehensible, but what can Washington do about that? It's not as if their offense is worth a damn. So I'm not telling you this is, this is an easy win. I don't do that. We talked about this on the show a little bit last week. I don't do the Washington should win this game. Never, 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 never say that. Do not say that. Until this organization has a great quarterback and a long-term answer and has been sustainably good for a long time, there is no should. There's They could. And they do sometimes. But we should never, ever feel confident. We should feel okay. We should feel fine. We should feel pretty decent. You shouldn't be walking around with a certainty. You shouldn't be guaranteeing things. No, sir. And I'm not going to do that now. I'm telling you, though, I think they beat the Cleveland Browns. I think Cleveland is not quite right. There's a little bit of strife there. I think people are kind of upset. I think Deshaun Watson's still rusty, understandable. I think that defense is pretty bad, although, you know, Miles Garrett's terrifying. They got a couple playmakers here and there. But I do think they ultimately win that game, and I think Dallas won't have much to play for, and they'll be resting people for the most part because they need to get right and get healthy before they go to the postseason for their annual getting upset in the postseason ritual, which is going to happen again, by the way. It's going to be glorious. 800-636-1067 is the number. Do you think they go to the postseason? Talk about Washington. Also, 
we got more quarterback discussion that we're going to have to have with you kind folks before Jay Gruden joins us at 5. We've got a very busy mid-afternoon here. i got a, I got a double play situation. We're going to have a Beltway Blitz. We're going to talk some Wentz. We'll talk to Jay Gruden. We've got a lot to do. We're very, very busy the day after Christmas here on Boxing Day on 1067. The fan, it's Grant and Danny. Double play is next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. My Instagram feed is one of a few things. Very attractive women, period. Next thing, it's fitness people doing fitness people things, okay? And then the third is, like, people hitting baseballs or softballs or, like, coaching drills and stuff like that. Because I guess that's what they think that I'm interested in, and they're right. But I'm focusing here on the second thing for a second, all right? The fitness people doing fitness people things. I've become obsessed with the idea of juicing now i don't mean the mark mcguire uh jose canseco kind of juicing but i mean like juice like where you get a juicer and you do you grind all these different vegetables and protein things or whatever these like special things into like a shot in the morning and like all these people are like you're you know it's it's great for um uh it's an anti-inflammatory like it's great to fight inflammation and i'm like walking around going am i inflamed like, am I currently flaming right now? Like, am I inflamed? Like, I don't even know am I, if I'm inflamed or not. Like, I'm sore and tired all the time. Does that mean I'm inflamed? I don't know. For Christmas, I've been kind of, I've been kind of like looking at juicers. I've been like talking about juicers, and my wife, being like an observant, uh, kind, like wonderful human being, knowing full well that she's going to have to deal with this juicer way more than me because I won't be able to figure out how it works. And then I'll like make a huge mess and be like, "Look, carrot juice." It'll be like a corpse. And like 900 different, you know, splatters like all, the, all over the entire kitchen and I'll ruin everything. She knows full well what she's undertaking, that it's me not being able to do something very well. But she got me a juicer because I've been like, I, didn't even, I, I was going to get it myself because I'm an adult and that's what adults do. It's like I'm on Amazon. I'm like, which juicer's the best? I'm like these Google searches, best juicer. Like I don't know anything. So she got me one. I need juicer recipes. I need to know what to do because all the fitness people are like, you could put turmeric in. I'm like, okay, where the hell do you get that? You can put ginger root in. I'm like, okay, who has who has that? Like, how do, do I do I who do I talk to? I don't know what I don't know here. And are all these going to taste like death? Are all these going to taste terrible? I had this fantasy. I, I, well, I have multiple fantasies. One most I can't talk about. I wouldn't even share them with my wife. But the others, I have fan, I, the, the fantasy that I have is where I have these these special juices. I just like wake up. For some reason, I have energy in the morning in this fantasy, which I, I never have since the first time I woke up. Every morning is the worst morning of my life. But for whatever reason, I get up, and I've got all this energy. Like I'm bouncing into the kitchen. Even before I have coffee, I'm making this juice that's like super healthy for me, and then I feel awesome, and it tastes good. I have this fantasy that that happens. I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know how much water I'm putting in. I don't know if I have cumin or turmeric or or any of the X. I, I don't know anything about anything. 
but I want to start and I don't know who to trust. Because every time you do one of these searches or you look at one of these in-shape people that does this for a living, they're basically hocking some powder and some pre-workout thing or, or whatever. But every like website you search, it's like, the modern medical industry is terrible. You should simply snort apple cider vinegar in your uh, attic. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I trust you, guy with a, a GeoLink uh, address. So I don't know what to do. So I guess what I'm asking for is you can tweet me, at Funny Danny, if you have a good resource for juicing. And again, it's not the steroid kind. I can't be clear about that. I'm not trying to juice in that way. That doesn't help me. I don't need that. I don't want to, I don't really need those kind of muscles. And I wouldn't, it wouldn't work well. I just have back knee and problems with the downstairs. Nobody wants that. I need juicing. I don't know what to do. And I want to start. Ryan, you look like you're itching to say something. I do. First off, Google. How about that? Google's a good recommendation, but I have another one. I've been Googling so much, and I'm telling you, it's weird people's websites, man. It takes you down these weird rabbit holes where, like, they're like, like, don't trust modern medicine. Trust me with my uh, whatever chemical that is in in this, that only grows on the hilly side of this mountain in Tibet. You know what I mean? It's all that Mm -hmm. crap. And I, I I don't know about that. Second one. Yeah. Logan Paulson. Logan Paulson, I look at him and I'm like, I not the like juicer, not like Mark McGuire, yeah. but the juice to where it's like fruits, veggies, all these superfoods. You I'm think sure Logan does that? Logan, of course, does that. Look at him. He has biceps on biceps. His biceps have biceps, yeah. So I think if you ask him, I think you'd be able to figure it out real easily. He's probably got some special prune juice that he puts in there to make it taste extra special. I just feel like Logan Paulson would know this stuff. I'm going to reach out to Logan. Logan it's actually a great idea. Thank you. The Google one was very condescending and dismissive, and it I was. almost didn't listen to your second idea because of it, <laughs> frankly. Because that's what people do. They go, um, Trey Google. Why don't you just Trey Google? Like, I know about the Google. I just finished explaining to you how weird it was on there, man. I'm just saying, it was it was not, I was like, best juice recipes. Like, what do I, what am I looking for? You know, and most people are like, oh, here's the other thing that I find. The whole point is for me not to have, like, a lot of sugar. Sugar makes me but it tastes so good, but it makes me fat, right? I can't have it. I have to limit the carbs, limit the sugar, whatever. Like, do the best you can, right? So I'm looking for these kinds of, like, healthy juice-type options to replace, not replace meals, but to, like, kind of get my day started and and whatever. Because all these people are promising me that I'm not going to feel awful every day. And as a 43-year-old stocky white, I feel awful every day. Like, and I know people order the mirror, like, rolling their eyes. Like, you wait, just wait till you get 50. Two, said the junkies. But I'm like, everything hurts. I'm always so tired. I have no energy. And I, I just have so much hate in my heart. I want these – basically, I'm looking for a cure to that. And I'm hoping that the juicing doesn't. That's where I'm at on that. Uh, overall, though, Christmas is very solid. Holidays are very solid. Got to see a bunch of family. It was really cool. Um, and uh, the most of the gifts went over pretty well. I have, and I think I've talked about this before, I am basically over. Started uh, dating my wife in 2006. So what, what year is it now? 22. So like, whatever, like six, year 16 or year 17, whichever one we're in, of being together, I have basically never gotten her anything where she's received it, liked it, and used it. Right? Like it's, I'm over on that. And so I basically realized I'm not strong in this area. I need to not do it that way. I need to do something co- totally different. So I've started giving uh, experiences and, like, events. The only problem is there's nothing to hold. 
There's nothing tangible there. You know what I mean? So the, I can't like go to her, hey, so we're doing a thing in April, for example. I've, I've locked the date. I've handled everything. It's, I've actually done an awesome move. Like the thing that I've done is great. But I look like a schmuck because everybody's exchanging nice things, right? Everyone's got nice wrapping paper. Everybody's got a nice deal. And mine's like, your thing's in April. Um, I promise it's going to be fun, but there's nothing to hold right now. So it's a double-edged sword. I look like a horse's ass, but at the same time, I've done something great, but I can't tell everybody what it is because then it spoils the surprise and the secret. No, I'm kind of the same way. I'm a gift card guy when it comes to Christmas and birthdays. I'm always the guy who doesn't really know what to get, so I just give him a good old gift card. Like the other day, I gave my mom a gift card to Ulta because I'm like, she probably likes makeup. She probably does. She probably does. Then my father, I'm like, well, I got him a gift card to a steakhouse. Well, tell you he probably likes steaks. Dad joke, you got him that gift card you got your mom, so she looks pretty for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but seriously, what'd you get your dad? Uh, a steakhouse gift card. Steakhouse gift card. Because I feel like, I mean, he's going to go there, he's going to eat a steak, and he's going to be happy. But then again, he this the first thing he says, he's like, oh, great. He was like, this will pay for half my steak. Because I, I gave him a nice, expensive steakhouse gift card, a $50 one, which I felt like was very expensive. I put some hard-earned money in that. But then again, I don't know. I don't know how anything works now. Mm. So I remember once, you know those, um, you're too young for this, Ryan, but in the newspaper, there were these columns, like these, like, de- remember those, Tim, like the Dear Abbeys, you know, like advice columnists? People would write in for someone that was, like, really good with, like, manners or social decorum and different things and write in with, like, various quandaries where it's like, my, you know, fiance's uh, stepdad is tough to deal with and I've tried everything, what do I do? You know, that kind of stuff. And they'd give advice. I remember one about... Someone did what you did, where they gave gift cards as their primary source of gift giving. And the guy's point was, I legitimately have tried so many times, and nobody's ever satisfied with the thing that I think they hinted at or observed or wanted. And I'm, and I'm not doing it selfishly. I'm not just getting, like, I wouldn't, like, the guy's like, I didn't just get, like, somebody a bowling ball because I like bowling. Like, I tried to listen and uh, uh, observe so much. And, like, the advice columnist was like, you have to keep trying no matter what. And I was like, but, but what if you've got 16 years of Ofer? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. To me, it's one of those things. I would love a gift card. Now, there's a great chance I forget about the gift card, and I have to email the guy who's in charge of Grooming Lounge, my buddy Michael Gilman, directly and be like, hey, my gift card's expired. Can you help me? You know, there's a chance that happens. And by the way, he did because Grooming Lounge is the best. But I'm so bad at maintaining those sorts of things. But, yes, yeah, the principle is right. I want you to enjoy this. Right? That's the philosophy. I like it. But Merry Christmas to one and all. Hope everybody's holiday was good. And seriously, tweet me at Funny Danny. I need not just your recipe, but like a place where there are good juicing recipes. Richmond John already chimed in with a picture of Jack LaLanne. I'll tolerate stick on this one. I'll wear it. Okay? That's the name that's before your time, Ryan. He was the juicing infomercial guy. I lived to be like 177 just doing calisthenics on infomercials on TV late at night when there were only four channels. But we got a Beltway Blitz coming up next. Jay Gruden's going to join us at 5. Tweet me at Funny Danny, your juicing recipe go-tos, your hubs, place where you get the information. I needs it. I wants it. I'm a juice guy. Always been a juice guy. just haven't had the opportunity. And now I do. I want to be in. Uh, Beltway Blitz is next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.